Wait, this is your nemesis? No, I've seen you fuck a planet. I'm calling the police. <laughs> There's a horny fishman. Zoom! <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because this is Two Broke Geeks and I'm Matt. Yep. Yep, I, uh, we would have been around last week, but uh, I went to Maine with uh, to see another friend and take the uh, Stephen King tour of Maine. So I did that for a day. That was pretty fun. I won't talk like a super... What's that? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, um, I'm not going to talk like a whole bunch about it, but it's basically you just go around Bangor and you see all the stuff that kind of, because Bangor is um, just the the city of Derry in Stephen King's books, most famously It, but in a couple other ones, is just the city of Bangor, Maine with a couple street names changed. I mean, literally just a couple street names changed. Um, so you got to see like, uh, the street corner where Stephen King got the idea for the opening scene uh, with Georgie having his arm ripped off by Pennywise in the storm drain. Um, and, of course, the big dairy standpipe. Um, and, but also, like, you got to see where the name Randall Flag came from, which is literally just a restaurant supply store called RF Flags that he used to drive by every day, twice a day on his way to and from college. <laughs> so, it, he, and he just liked the way that flag was spelled F L A G G instead of just with one G and he liked the R F part. So that's where the name Randall flag came from stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so now we're back and, uh, so is Rick and Morty and, uh, so is the character of Loki. So that's, those are mostly the things we're going to talk about today. Heck yeah, I liked it. The new, yeah, he's a new character. He is definitely the, the main focus of the, and he... I hate to say it, but he's kind of got a similar thing going on in terms of uh, Deadshot. Like, he's still got, like, his daughter is his leverage and his motivation. Only, instead of, like, just getting to spend time with his kid like Deadshot wants to, this is, like, Bloodsport's kid is also in trouble and Amanda Waller is like, well... You know, you can do this and you, your kid will be okay, or you can not do this and your kid will go to jail, basically. Because Amanda Waller's a bitch! <laughs> Project Star... <laughs> well, I liked it... I like that he's taking notes, number one. And then he goes in, star yeah, like you said, starfish is slang for butthole. Does, what does he say? No, and then he just writes no in his notes. <laughs> I'm going to like Peacemaker a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is he, a dog? He's not a werewolf. He's a weasel. He's good. Well, he's not good. He killed like 23 children, but... <laughs> uh, what was the other part of that trailer I really... Because uh, a lot of it's just like action scenes in this trailer. Uh, but I love Harley getting on the helicopter and going, Sorry, I'm late, everyone. I had to go number two and... Uh, Rick Flag is just like, great, thanks, good to know. <laughs> what does he say, pigeon? Bird. Because <laughs> he's trying to talk, he's, he's what, he's, try, what if, he's trying to talk to somebody else, and he's like, what have you got? And King Shark is like, bird. And he's like, get off! <laughs> oh 
man, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It, yeah. Ugh. Yep. I saw that. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous. Mm -hmm. Mm Give me your lunch money, you nerd. Oh my god, even on Blu-ray, the two towers is... Wow. Yeah. All right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yep. Um, I mean, not really, um... Yeah, in fact, I saw NECA's Wolfman, and I saw In the Wild the other day. Uh, they've already released the uh, Frankenstein figure that they made, and I actually saw it in Walmart the other day. Dude, I am so poor right now, it's not even funny. <laughs> it, it, it stopped me this time, because NECA's figures are like 30 bucks. And I just did not have 30 bucks to go around. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't. That was so funny, but also so weird. Like, and it's right. Number one, it's the wording. Well, it's a it's a couple things. Number one, heroes don't do that. Uh, I think pretty much every woman alive would beg to differ. I think heroes do go down. <laughs> Number two, 
they said something about we're trying to sell toys and it's like from the r-rated harley quinn show full of the word fuck and lots of blood where um uh 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 shit i'm blanking on the character's name um yeah, and no, in uh, what's his name? Um, uh, mind reader. Hmm. He like gets booted from the. Yeah, he gets booted for saying the c word, and like, this is not the show you are trying to sell toys from. So. That'd be great. And also, thirdly, the, uh, the the final weird thing about that is, uh, how do they think Harley and Poison Ivy have sex? I get, oh, you want to get together and rub fronts? <laughs> oh, man. But that, that whole thing. Oh, and did you see the uh, response on Twitter from the dude whose dad created um nightcrawler he posted i never thought i would have occasion to post these but here i am these were some of the last drawings made by my father and it is literally nightcrawler going down on i want to say rogue if i remember yeah <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I think Ant-Man has gone straight up her pussy. Yeah, so that whole thing was hilarious and weird. <laughs> oh, they did, and fuck those people. It's because they put up... Uh, Michael Keaton and Chris Reeve instead of Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Dude, here's something real quick. And these things got me excited and I don't normally deal in spy photos, but it's getting to, it's getting to the point where spy photos are literally impossible to avoid. So I at least want to talk about them because I saw them, even though one of them is not anything major. But just seeing Michael Keaton on a movie set as Bruce Wayne made me go, yes! <laughs> I know, I know, but it's, it, 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 it's really hard to not be like super stoked to see Michael Keaton be Bruce Wayne. It really is. Sasha Kale. In that awesome, not only the weird placement, the weird shape. They're the 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 abs on that suit are bizarre, but she looks great. <laughs> and it, well, that's in the Flash film. And um, based on a version of Supergirl that I had never seen until recently, but I guess it was in the Injustice comics. That suit is based on uh, Laura Lane Kent, who is uh, basically in the Injustice comics. I found out Superman has like this dream or since uh, Injustice Superman's psycho, maybe he has like this break where he imagines that Lois never died and he and Lois had a daughter 
and named her Laura Lane Kent. And that is that version of Supergirl. And her version in that book looks exactly like Sasha Calais. So. Yep. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you want to, okay, did you want to talk about uh, that trailer for that uh, Nicolas Cage joint that's coming out? I knew you would be, no, I knew you would be, and every time one of these movies comes out, I watch the trailer, and I'm like, maybe I'll like this, and then I see the trailer, like this one, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, someone stole his truffle sniffing pig, and he's going to kill them but there's also no action so like maybe he's not going to kill them Well, based on that trailer, yeah, he used to be like some sort of high-end chef. It to me, it looked like some sort of drama film almost. <sighs> Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm the trailer looks really uh really well shot and every like the film looks really good uh i'll say this about nicholas cage like he's definitely living the career of um some of the it, it's hard to say that he's the, i want to say that the big budget actors are probably also doing the same thing but he really seems like he's making the projects he wants to make regard regardless of money which isn't saying that like say Chris Hemsworth doesn't want to be making movies being Thor or whatever, or I'm trying to think of somebody or uh, that Vin Diesel or, or that, you know, the rock doesn't want to be in every single fucking movie he's in and that he's only doing those films for cash. But there's these artsy actors that weirdly Nick Cage is one of them. Uh, Daniel, Willem Dafoe, Daniel Radcliffe has become one of those actors after Harry Potter. He makes J Elijah Wood that just 
just take weird projects and don't, I mean, they're still getting paid, but they don't seem to be doing paycheck projects. They just seem to be doing projects they want to do, really. So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, even Robert Pattinson, it ended up, <clears throat> it ended up surprising me to no end that Robert Pattinson opted to be Batman because Robert Pattinson has been ever since Twilight, he made his Twilight money and then went, all right, fuck it. I'm doing art projects from now, from here on out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I had really high hopes for for Willy's Wonderland based simply on the trailer and then you told me how bad it was. So I know, but I'm not going to. You gave it one of the worst reviews I've ever heard. We've Yes, we've talked about this. <laughs> it that's a fucking weird movie. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> I did like Mom and Dad. <clears throat> I've Oh god, I've heard that so bad. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I've heard really awful things about jujitsu. I have a very important question, and that is why were you on Tubi if it wasn't to watch those other two reanimator films that don't seem to be available anywhere but Tubi? <sighs> oh, um, shit, I can't think of the name of the third one god damn it hold on i'll find it uh because there's actually i think even a uh let's see do, 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 sequels beyond reanimator that's the name of it mm-hmm Let me Google Beyond Reanimator here and see. Fantastic Fest. Yeah, I, I've I've heard. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about Fantastic Fest from, um, I listened to a Stephen King podcast called the King cast and two guys, the two guys that run the King cast, uh, they live in Austin and they go to Fantastic Fest because they are, uh, even though they have a Stephen King, they are, uh, film journalists. They've worked for, uh, back in the old ain't it cool news days and now uh, they've worked for um, uh, Fangoria and stuff like that so yeah Scott Wampler and Eric Vespi are their names and actually the King cast is part of the uh, 
Fangoria network. They Fangoria has a podcast network now. And so, yeah, they go to. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh man, that'd be awesome. But yeah, Wampler and Vespi say a lot of really good things about Fantastic Fest. So when is that? Oh shit, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Could be worth it. I'm totally going to go to that. I'm off. I, I, uh, I have a long weekend that weekend, actually. I Friday, Saturday. That's my, that's, uh, one of my weeks. I have Friday and Saturday off on top of Sunday. So, and, uh, I'm trying to get our buddy, uh, our new friend, Anthony Caruso to drive up from New York city. Cause it's like three hours from my house and only like four hours from his house. Yeah, he's great. I I like Anthony a lot. So, um, gonna try to get. Ah, oh, dude, I Disneyland is. Did you read that article? Disneyland has gotten really bad. Like they um, that article said something about getting into Avengers Campus is like a four hour wait. And they're selling like $60 add-ons for the Spider-Man ride because I guess it is like some sort of game and it's like almost like buying a loot box where you can get some sort of special upgrade so you can get better score on the Spider-Man ride. And the Pim restaurant the, the there is selling a $100 fucking sandwich. And the hotel, the cheapest hotel, I think they said was like in the $400 a night range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm mm hmm No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hold up. Breaking news. Get ready. There is about to be a whole... For everybody, stay off social media. No one's going to hear this today. They're all not going to be able to avoid it, but you can avoid this. According to Variety, a new actress has been cast as... Um, Disney's live action Snow White and wait for it. She's Latin American. So there is a bunch of racist bullshit coming your way. Yes. No, but you know there's going to be people. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Because they're, they're, they're gonna go, well, but she's Snow White. There, she's her Snow. It's right there in her name, Snow White. <laughs> oh God. Mhm. And I'm like, oh, goddamn right, it can be a thing. <laughs> and he, and <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, God. So, all right. Speaking of Marvel series, let's dive headfirst into Loki because we've got two episodes to talk about. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I <clears throat> I think the problem with the What's that? Sure. I think the biggest problem with these first two episodes and I think why I'm struggling with them uh is they have they had so much heavy lifting to do in terms of setup because especially that first one but also the second one we're in introducing completely new concepts so it's two hours of exposition pretty much um where we have to learn about the tva and about timelines and stuff like that and Mm. Mm -hmm. the sacred time I have theories we can talk about it but I have theories go on mm -hmm. mm hmm Well, they're, they're used, to, according to Miss Minutes, there used to be a multiverse and there was this big war that almost destroyed reality and the timekeepers, who I don't think exist, but we can talk about that, um, merged everything down into one timeline and everything has to follow that timeline or reality will fall apart, which I also don't think is true and we can talk about that. <laughs> <clears throat> mhm mm mhm mm mhm mm Oh, just that annoying fucking clerk in the TVA. Mm -hmm. We use these as paper. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, there is a lot of good stuff happening here. Like, I think that first whole episode, because this is not the Loki that died somewhat a hero in... Infinity War. This is 2012 Loki right after he just got done trying to take over Earth. So that entire first two episodes is breaking down Loki's ego all over again. Like Loki in that first ep in that first episode, the the learning about the Infinity Stones is Loki going, "Oh shit, everything I've spent my life thinking is important isn't actually all that important." And then he had to, when Loki watches how his life was quote unquote supposed to play out where he is 
accidentally responsible for his mother's death and then he watches his father die and then he watches himself kind of rebond with Thor where Thor goes you know Loki I always did think a whole lot of you and I always dreamed we would fight side by side and then his last thing in his supposed to be existence is him protecting Thor from Thanos and uh, Thor clutching his bo- his dead body and crying. You know, I thought all that was really good in the first episode. Um, and then uh, I think uh, I think the second episode has a lot of good things to say about uh, predestination versus free will, where Mobius keeps saying to him, you know, your life has to be this way you only exist so better people can succeed (laughs) and that but then we find out there's all these variants of loki that the tva has dealt with before meaning no matter what loki maybe not just loki across time is always proving that despite what the tva despite what the TVA thinks about predestination, they're probably wrong because obviously Loki makes a lot of weird choices that they deem not correct, but eh, like apparently Loki has a lot of free will if they have to deal with him all the time. Mm-hmm. The troll Loki. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It well, it it makes a little bit of <laughs> it makes a teeny bit of sense. Number one, I think that first episode is really funny, and I made a tweet about this. I love the idea of taking something really far out and ridiculous and making it really mundane and so the whole thing of loki showing up at this weird we are the sacred timekeepers who exist i think probably in the quantum realm because mobius says something about time working different and time also works different in the quantum realm but anyway here's this whole thing that's just a bureaucracy he shows up there and he has to like go to the registration desk and then (laughs) he has to sign and then as he keeps talking more pages and then he has to go to a room where there's only one other guy in front of him and take a number and go through all the ropes to get (laughs) it's really funny so when i so I think breaking him down that way and making him realize, because like I said, that whole first two episodes is making him realize that no matter what he thinks, he's not super important. And in fact, he's not even the best Loki because we find out he's chasing another version of Loki and Mobius even tells him that's the superior Loki, which nice nod to like superior Spider-Man and stuff like that. But, And Loki goes, uh, that's debatable. And Mobius goes, well, you got caught. This one hasn't. Therefore, that one's better than you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All the comedy's not hitting. I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily know. I think it was supposed to play as comedic, but I don't think Loki was... I agree it didn't play comedic, but I don't think Loki was trying to be funny. I think Loki was trying to prove I can do the biggest, dumbest, most harmful things to the timeline I can possibly do. Right. And so this is where all my theories start to come in because uh, we learned from Miss Minutes that... Of course, I already mentioned it. Mobius says there's no such thing as free will and you have to do it this way because of the sacred timeline. But we already learned from Miss Minutes that sometimes there are variants that go off the timeline. Well, that means Mobius is whole... And by the way, I don't think the TVA knows any better because they were created specifically to do this job I think the TVA has no free will. I think they have to do that job and maybe, but the idea that there's variance ever for any reason already proves that what the TVA thinks is true is not true because if everybody had to do a certain thing for all time and your life was mapped Right, and so that's where my, because the, the existence of variants, and we learned from Miss Minutes that there was a multiverse, and I think that part is probably, I think that much is probably true, this is where my theory comes in. Whoever the timekeepers are, and I think there's a Wizard of Oz thing going on here, I don't think the timekeepers are real, I think either, uh, I think maybe that Raven, Rowena, Ravenclaw. No, not Rowena, Ravenclaw. That's Harry Potter. Um, she has a pop figure. Hang on. I'm going to look it up. Ravona Renslayer. Uh, I think either Ravona, she might be the timekeepers, quote unquote. Or, and I'm not going to do a Mephisto thing like we did, I swear. But, who is a... No, no. Who is a big time-based villain that is... Mm-hmm. Kang... And so if there was this multiverse before, and now there's this one timeline that no one's allowed to veer off from, why... And this new Loki, by the way, because we find out this variant is some version of Loki that is a woman who also might be the Enchantress, and I can talk about that in a second... Maybe the only reason for this one timeline, and it might not pan out, but what if that is like Kang has some master plan and if anything deviates in any way from this one possible way ruins his plan and then if this plan gets ruined, well then that could be setting up whatever happens in Multiverse of Madness. No Way Home, and Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it might not be... In it, I think it's probably still Renslayer, but I don't think she... Maybe she doesn't even know she works for Kang. Like, maybe Kang is the same way that at the end of Avengers, we only then found out about Thanos. You know what I mean? I think they all do. I don't think I think he may might be the only one that in the end maybe develops some version of free will because he wants to go ride a jet ski. <laughs> but, but I I don't think any of the rest of them are bad. I think they just don't understand that they are part of somebody's pl because pruning the timeline is just killing all those people on that different time stream, right? Like that's all it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Renslayer. Judge Renslayer. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mhm. Mm yeah, right. I I also think the new Loki, the the variant Loki, quote unquote Lady Loki. I think she is going to be some version of Enchantress based on a couple things. I think she started as Loki, but since the show seems to want to talk about free will, there's a part when she's Randy because she can... In fact, Loki even calls it enchanting powers where she takes over different people's bodies... And when she's Randy and he says, ah, so you're Loki. And she says, ugh, don't call me that name. Like she's disgusted with the idea that she used to be called Loki for whatever reason. Because she, you know, she maybe she didn't like being Loki. And it could also be an interesting metaphor for uh, becoming transgender because Loki in effect dead named her because she didn't want to be called Loki. But also... The Spanish subtitle or the Spanish um, credits over in Spain listed her as Sylvie rather than Variant, which is what it is. In but Sylvie is the name of a past enchantress in Marvel Comics. So <laughs> she could end up, she probably started as Loki and decided to be somebody different. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's like one of them hits uh, that planet that the Soul Stone was on. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, and... Yeah, uh, well, and this 100% is setting up, like I mentioned, uh, we already know Multiverse of Madness. We know, well, it hasn't been confirmed, but it's also pretty much confirmed that No Way Home has to do with Multiverse. And then Quantum Mania, because it has to do with Kang, probably has to do with Multiverse because... In the MCU, they've already pretty much established that multiverse means different branches and timelines where characters make different choices. Um, so multiverse and time travel are basically the same thing in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's probably why it's a good thing that this exists 20, what, 23, 20, 23 films and two or three TV series deep now before they finally started introducing this idea. Because now at least we have a base reality before we start exploring different realities. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, it, and I think, uh, I think for WandaVision, there was more of a mystery hook from the beginning where you're wondering what's going on here in a good way. And I don't think the mystery of this one was quite as good right off the bat. I think I was wondering what is going on in like a I don't understand way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that turned out to be he lost a bet to Thor. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I think, yeah... I think this is setting up to break apart the one timeline is what it is. I think that the MCU has been existing in a single universe and this is their way to break it off to show because uh, that oh the other thing they have coming that is official but I don't know how many people will see it is because uh, I think it's on Hulu is what if or no that's on Disney plus I guess yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, but that's also multiverse. Mm hmm. Yeah. I agree. I'm a DC fan. I've lived through or exp at least experienced after the fact for the ones that I was not born for or too young for several quote unquote crisis events where DC condensed their multiverse and then broke it up into a multiverse again and then put it back into one universe and then broke it back up into other multiverses again. <laughs> okay. I know the metal shit. <laughs> I think it is as well, actually, yeah. Mm hmm. Interesting. You barred, yeah. Yeah. The better multiverse. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> you landed us in the ocean, Morty. Don't you realize how fuck? God damn it. <laughs> Richard. Uh, and the most amazingly animated bulge in all of adult cartoons <laughs> with Mr. He controls the police, Jerry. <laughs> I'm whatever. I'm calling the police. Yeah, but uh, one Beth did go back into space to continue fighting at the end of last season. Mm. Yeah, that's true. In the season finale, they did all hate Rick. Mm. You got to do this, Morty. I never ask you for anything. Never ask me for anything. I, in the past five years, I've been to school for like two weeks. I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah, because decades pass while Morty is gone for seconds, and then every time Morty comes back, he has to kill somebody because they keep trying to attack him. Oh, God. And that's the thing. Like, of course, with Morty actually getting to kiss Jessica in this episode, and they pulled a, uh, what I call Charlie Brown kicking the football, where you think that Jessica is finally going to get together with Morty. And then by the end, she's like, nope, I'm like a time god now. I have seen all of time. It makes no sense for us to be together. <laughs> and... Yeah, so. Look off, I'm a time god. I'm a goddess of time or whatever it was she said. Yes, that's really funny. And <laughs> Oh my god. I love um the whole thing where we see on the other side where like decades and decades are passing and one guy turns really old and then the other guy like comes to usurp him off the throne because he doesn't believe in this like child from another world that comes and kills people and then more like as soon as he's done killing his father to like take over the morty shows up and he's like oh god i was wrong about everything god is real oh no and morty just kills them all so he can get some wine <laughs> Oh, Beth and Jerry being sex positive. We watch pornography together. <laughs> and then Mr. Nimbus's assistant, like, gives them the paperwork to fill out to have a threesome with Mr. Nimbus. And they're like, oh, are we going to do... <laughs> I'm going to make my wife sign that. I am not responsible if you die by orgasm. <laughs> I love when he's like leaving and they're like, wait a minute. No, we, we, we thought this was going to happen. And he's just leaving because he's all mad because uh, Rick betrayed him. Um, hey, Grandpa Rick, I got his horn. <laughs> what should I, should I blow on it? No, you were supposed to destroy it. <laughs> he just gets even more jacked. Oh. I know. Yeah, I know. And as you and I already discussed offline and probably everybody that saw the episode realizes, obviously Rick and Mr. Nimbus used to fuck. That's how they got to be enemies. <laughs> yeah. I do love the callback, though, when Jerry's like, Rick, I've seen you fuck a planet. <laughs> There's a horny fish man on my lawn. <laughs> oh, We're white. <laughs> I love... And I love his controlling the cop powers as he's just hip-thrusting at him. He's like... Uh, fight each other. Uh, now fuck. Uh, now go away. <laughs> so fucking funny. I'm really mad though, because I'm not going to be able to watch it till it's over. You... You have the Hulu Plus Live, don't you? Because I have the regular Hulu and it's not on there. It's, uh, I think it's only on Hulu Plus Live. Uh, yeah, because um, they still have the first four seasons, but I went looking for it. So I had to watch uh, Adult Swim put the first episode up for free on YouTube. And that's...
I think it's their rights thing. I think they have to wait till the season's over. Mm -hmm. Although I wonder if that will be true uh, once the new season starts for South Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love the big... I'm Mr. Nimbus. Yes, we know. You tell us all the time. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. Where is the wine, boy? <laughs> what? Nah, 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 not right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Poor Morty indeed. Yep. So, oh, man. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I imagine uh, if I don't want to wait till the end of the season, I'll probably, much as I hate to, have to get on Adult Swim's website. Although they might be one of those stupid things. I wonder if they require, which is the dumbest thing in the world, website, uh, television websites that require you to have cable to be able to watch the TV. It's like, I wouldn't be on your website trying to watch your show if I had cable. <laughs> <clears throat> Yep, bastards. Oh, you did tell me this. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's getting, getting a PS5 before next year is still going to be a hell of a chore. They probably don't have any. Yeah, I just, I uh, I think beating it is really difficult. I know that they've already put, uh, 
several things in place, but like if you have like VPNs where it doesn't identify your, you know, IP as having bought one before or different, I think they are just having a really difficult time cracking down on scalpers, I think is one of the major parts of the problem because I think scalpers have just ways to beat most of the stuff that they have put in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Fuck! Oh, that made me so mad when, because uh, they, McFarlane has these uh, 1966 Batman figures coming out. They have Batman, Robin, the Joker, a Batmobile, and a Batcave playset coming out to start. And then the second wave has like Riddler and Penguin and stuff like that. And they got confirmed the other day to be Target exclusives. And I hit the ceiling. I was like, are you goddamn kidding me? <laughs> because even online getting Target exclusives is hard. Because the um, Zack Snyder, because uh, the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League blue suit Superman uh, from McFarlane was a target exclusive and the pre-order sold out. I'm like, how the fuck do you sell out of pre-orders? The point of a pre-order I thought was to figure out how many you needed in the first place, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess. And then you just reminded me because we were talking about bots and stuff. It reminded me of another part I really liked in Loki in that first episode when he has to go through that scanner and the guy's like, Please confirm before going through the scanner that you have what most people would identify as a soul and that you are, in fact, not a robot. And Loki goes, what if I don't know if I'm a robot? <laughs> like, what if... So, but you're saying if I've been a robot this whole time, what if I'm a robot and just have absolutely no way of knowing I'm a robot? Okay. I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. <laughs> Cause everyone everywhere, you know, everyone watching was like, well, am I a robot? <laughs> I know that have been so weird, but it's, it just immediately gets disintegrated just because <laughs> and Loki immediately is like, I have my number. <laughs> oh, God. Mm hmm. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember Cad Bane, yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice. Cool. All right, so, yeah, that wraps us up for this week. We'll catch you next time.